Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Welcome back to the Manage My Wedding podcast, episode 15. Today's episode is brought to you by the Manage My Wedding Kimono Bridal Robes. These kimono robes are special pieces for beyond the wedding day. They're elegant, modern, perfect for the pre-wedding photos, for your honeymoon, for beach days, and available in an assortment of gorgeous colors, including a flower girl kimono. They are available at managemywedding.com. In today's episode, I want to do things a little different. I want to give you some tips and advice that comes directly from brides and grooms after they have gotten married. I will, of course, chime in with my own personal expertise as we go along, but I want to tell you the most common things brides and grooms would change after the fact. So these have been said to me directly or they've come from surveys or I have also read them continuously online. So you can take and leave what you wish, but just keep an open mind and also think of your budget as we go through these and also your time because some of these things are going to either save you time or waste your time. So here we go. Number one, save the dates were a waste of time and money. I read this over and over again. And I know that I have talked about it in a past podcast And I think the biggest thing is that save the dates, they're just extra paper, extra postage. People stick them up on their wall. They're not doing anything with that. Um, If it's a destination wedding and you really want everyone to go, then I definitely think fair enough, send to save the date. But instead of printing it, why not just do a Facebook group or Text everyone or email everyone an invite that you made yourself. So save the dates as in the printed version are a waste of time and money. And I I do really, really tend to agree with that as well. Number two, list photos that we wanted. And this is another one that I hear a lot of times as well is that it's really important that you help the photographer as much as you can. They don't know who people are. They don't know what photos you want. So if there is certain family members that you would like to have photos with, it's really important that you, you do a list of that. And I know I did a list and I wanted it short and snappy on my wedding day. But there are a couple of photos that I now wish I had done and had gotten that we would like to maybe put up on our wall or maybe a photo of both of our families together with us would have been really nice because that would have made a beautiful family photo on our wall. But if you don't do any list, then you could definitely have some regrets about that later. Number three is more time for photos. It's funny (laughs) that I actually have been reading this a lot lately. So I actually posted in my Instagram account on the weekend, a wedding tip that was actually from a photographer. And Kirk, the photographer whose wedding tip that I talked about, he suggests that you need to talk with your photographer about timings. 
because they're following you around all day and they definitely know what works and doesn't work. They also know times of sunsets and sunrises and they also know if you're not going to have enough time for your photos. And it's really important, I say, not to have that time rushed. It's a time after your ceremony, there's been a lot of adrenaline or you've been really nervous and it's time out from all those people looking at you and wanting to talk to you. So have a little bit of time up your sleeve and just just relax and enjoy that time. Number four is gaps of nothing. Now, when I say gaps of nothing time, I'm referring to space in your wedding agenda where you have nothing planned and nothing to do. So gaps of nothing. And anyone that does this for their wedding day will say to you, it made our wedding day perfect. And quite often I read that people wouldn't change anything about their wedding day because they have gaps of nothing time. So that again, gives you time to reconnect with your partner. So don't have yourself back to back, eating, cutting the cake, dancing, you know, just give yourselves some spare time here and there. Wedding guests, they don't even know that it's gaps of nothing time. They don't have a clue because they're mingling, they're drinking, they're chatting, they're enjoying entertainment. So there is so much going on for them. And it's just going to really string your day out and and give you more time. And it also is going to help you remember the day more. Number five, and this is, uh, I could say this in so many different ways. So many people say, I wish I had cake as dessert. I wish I had no cake. I wish I had a smaller cake. I wish I spent less on my cake um, or I didn't have a cake and I wish I did. So really this one is all about cakes. And I think when you speak to people that got married, they will often tell you that no one ate the dessert or no one ate the cake. And that is usually because by that point, people have had quite a few drinks and they're dancing and they don't want to go and sit back down and eat their dessert or they've had dessert and then they don't have any room for cake. And that's why I always suggest get rid of dessert and serve that beautiful cake as dessert because if it doesn't get eaten, it doesn't matter because they can then take the leftover cake home or you can have it the next day to enjoy with your family and your friends or you can freeze some of that cake. So I I never would say don't have a cake. Cakes look incredible these days and they taste amazing. So I always say do spend a little bit of money on your cake, but just get rid of the dessert. You can have some really nice photos of your cake. You can have a kiss with your partner. And it's something that resembles your wedding day. I, I, I don't ever think that the dessert that the venue has provided resembles your wedding day, really. So just ask them, can we replace the dessert as cake? And quite often they will say, yeah, sure. And they might take a few dollars then off your cost per head. And then number six is a babysitter for my child or children or for the guest's children. We have a, a podcast, I think, 
oh, I'm trying to remember, but I think it was number three, maybe number a third episode. Anyway, I can refer to it in the show notes. And this, I interviewed Orly, she's from Coastal Babysitters, about having kids or no kids at the wedding. And if you have kids, what you should do and consider. And it always comes up that someone that has children after the wedding wishes they had a, a delegated babysitter for their children so that they could enjoy the night more or maybe so that the children are entertained during the speeches or maybe to rock the pram when they're falling asleep. So it's really, really something that you should consider. It is not much more to have a babysitter there. And really, if you want the child to go home because they're just so tired, but they can't go to sleep, they can either take the child home for you and you can kick on and enjoy your night and not be worried about them. Number seven, (laughs) I wish I had slept the night before. Now this one, it's a tricky one. Uh, it's really hard to force yourself to sleep when you are nervous or so excited or stressed. It's so difficult, but it really does make a huge difference, not only to the day and the night of your wedding, but also after, because so many people, if you don't sleep the night before your wedding, it just catches up with you. You need to pack for your honeymoon or you go away and all you want to do at the study honeymoon is sleep. So if you can try and get some sleep the night before your wedding, it is really important. Or if you know you're going to rise early or wake in the night, go to bed earlier. Don't organize a big dinner with lots of people. That's just going to exhaust you even more. And if you really think you're not going to be able to sleep, have some meditation music playing because that is surely, that'll help you definitely get to sleep. And number eight, I wish I'd had a DJ or band or someone might say the DJ and the band made my night. So I hear some people saying, oh, well, you know, we're just putting a playlist together on our phone. We're going to play it through a speaker. That That's okay if you've got, you know, 20, 30 people and it's not all about the party later on. But if you want your guests to dance and you want them to party, and you've got 100 people, you need to spend some money on a DJ or band because they really know how to bring a life to a party. And they really are good at really gauging the crowd. And so if they work out, okay, the crowd's not enjoying that genre of music, they can change it and get everyone up on the dance floor. So have a DJ or band. Number nine, this is probably... um, the most biggest regret from most people is um, oh, actually, you know what? It's, it is, it's the, not, I wouldn't say it's the biggest regret for most people because I didn't have this and I don't regret it at all and everyone's different, but it's actually the biggest regret that I hear the most or read the most or is surveyed the most to be the biggest regret. And that is that they wish I'd had a videographer. And I didn't really want to read this one purely on a personal level because I didn't have a videographer and I don't regret it because we had a couple of people video it and I got married six years ago and we've only watched that once or twice. But majority of people are regretting it. 
So that one is a personal choice. Have a think about it. Maybe those, maybe they're regretting it because they didn't have someone just do, you know, a a, a dodgy job for them so that they could look back at the day and just have a reminder of how wonderful the day was. So there you have it. All that information is straight from past brides and grooms' mouths, or these days, <laughs> fingers when they're typing. There's plenty there, I think, for you to think about. And if you're still really unsure about any of these things that I've talked about, then please pop over to Manage My Wedding on Instagram, on Facebook, and message me because I'm more than happy to talk with you and help you get through what you can't decide about and help you come to a decision. But don't also forget to talk with your partner about it because you might be surprised at what their opinion is on that on the topic as well. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please hit subscribe for future weekly podcasts, but also leave us a review. Anyone who leaves a review with their Instagram handle will receive a thank you discount code for our online store. But most importantly, your review will help other brides and grooms find us. So thank you for listening. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.